Welcome to Family Business Today, where we feature prominent local and national family business owners. We also talk to top family business experts to discuss relevant topics, including communications, business culture, family relationships, succession and estate planning, values, as well as conflict resolution. Brought to you by the Tennessee Center for Family Business, I'm your host, Greg Lewis. Our guest today is Jennifer Lewis, the president of the Tennessee Center for Family Business. Jennifer is a graduate of the University of Tennessee with a bachelor's degree in psychology and Covenant Theological Seminary in St. Louis with a master's in counseling. She is also a global career development facilitator and a certified Myers-Briggs practitioner. On today's podcast, we will be talking about managing stress in the family business. Well, hello, Jennifer. Hi, Greg. It's good to be here. Well, thank you for joining us on Family Business Today. So, Jennifer, we hear a lot about stress in the workplace and in families, but can you tell our listeners just what exactly is stress? Well, stress, the actual definition of stress is the nonspecific response of your body to a demand that's placed on it. So what stress is, is your body's response to change. Um, It's a very individual thing. Uh, A situation that one person finds stressful might not even bother somebody else. Uh, For example, one person can become really tense while driving a car. Uh, Another person may find driving a source of relaxation and joy. So something that causes fear in some people, such as rock climbing, could be fun for others. There's no way to say that one thing is bad or stressful because everyone is different. So it's like getting up in front of an audience of a thousand people. Uh, One person might be scared to death and another person may just really enjoy it. Absolutely. Mm. Gets the adrenaline flowing and that's where they get their energy from. It's it's very different. Hmm. Very good. Thank you for sharing that. So, So what you're telling me then is, is stress is not always bad for you. No, absolutely not. Uh, let's just say, again, going back to our definition, it's it's your body's response to a demand that you place on it. So um, stress can be something very positive, like uh, if you want to uh, learn to play a musical instrument. Your body, uh, I know you're learning to play the ukulele. So, you're, you know... You have to make a demand on your body to sit down and learn chord changes and, and things like that. It's, it's, it's not the same. Can you think of another example maybe of what kind of stress could be uh, a good stress? A good stress? Mm-hmm. Like a demand. Again, with the definition, making a demand. It's, a, it's your body's response to a demand mm. that's made on it. Well, a good stress would be just uh, maybe meeting uh, with a a client, a new client that I've never uh, met uh, before, and just beginning to build a relationship with them. Okay. So that could be something that you find enjoyable, whereas another person... It may be totally... They may be totally stressed out because Mm -hmm. of that. Mm -hmm. So, again, the life would be dull if we didn't have some stress in it. Um, You know, speaking to a group, like we talked about before, or or watching a a close football or basketball game can be stressful, but they can be fun too. 
And the key is figuring out how to manage your stress properly because unhealthy responses to stress can lead to health problems in some people. Hmm. Very interesting. Very interesting. So uh, at the Tennessee Center for Family Business, we say that when stuff happens, and it usually does, so how, how can stress impact relationships in a family business? Well, uh, particularly in family businesses where you have dual roles, um, you have uh, perhaps a, uh, a, a father uh, and a son in a business or uh, a wife and a husband in a business together or siblings in a business together. And so you have a role that you had as a family member, but then you also have whatever role it is that you're performing within the uh, structure of the family business. And when an individual becomes uh, stressed about something, they would have a tendency to revert back to the family role uh, rather than trying to step back and be objective and look at this in terms of uh, I need to sit down with my uh, sales and marketing director they're thinking, I need to sit down with my daughter or my son and kind of revert to a more of authoritarian role. And so it's, it's family businesses really have to be aware of those uh, stress points. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear it often is that sometimes a, 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 a father uh, may sit down with his son or daughter and he has two hats. He, he has to be uh, look at it. Once one bill of his hat says boss and the other uh, bill says dad, and you really have to be able to differentiate which hat you need to be putting on when you're having the conversation. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, um, so um, how does stress make you feel? Well, there are several things that can happen when you feel stressed. Um it can make you feel angry or afraid. Uh, sometimes you can feel excited or helpless. Um, stress can make it hard for you to go to sleep. Uh, it can give you aches uh, in your head and your neck, your jaw, your back. Um, stress can also lead to uh, you know, some habits that are not good for you, like smoking or drinking or overeating or even... Even, uh, you know, in some instances, drug abuse. Um, and, and here's the other thing about stress that's so interesting. You may not even feel it at all, hmm. even though your body suffers from it. An example of that would be um, high blood pressure. A lot of times people have no clue that they have high blood pressure, but they're, you know, experiencing continuous stress and they're not able to take a break from it. And so the, um, the pressure builds up, and it manifests itself in, uh, you can have tension headaches, migraine headaches. Um, again, coming from stress, one of the, one of the, the things that uh, I've learned in this whole thing is, you know, as, as a nation, um, Western culture even, uh, we tend to go around oxygen-deprived a lot of the time because of the fact that we're not breathing properly and we get tense. And 
just being able to figure out a way to relax and learn how to breathe a little bit more can make a huge difference. But uh, it's just like when you have uh, have a headache, typically what would you take for a headache? A BC powder. A BC powder, yeah. <laughs> you could take a BC powder. You could take, what, aspirin, Tylenol, hmm. uh, any of these other things. But what those do is actually... Uh, they dilate your blood vessels so that you can get more oxygen to your brain. So recognizing that you are uh, that you need more oxygen, if you start to feel a headache coming on, uh, rather than reaching for the BC powder or, or whatever your you know headache remedy of choice, you can. Um, just sit there for a few minutes very calmly and do some deep breathing, breathing in through your nose, breathing out through your mouth, and you can stave off a headache that way. Hmm. But you have to be, the whole point is to be aware of the stress. And when stress is, when you're dealing with stress on a regular basis, Sometimes you just don't recognize the demands that you're placing on your body when you're working long hours, when you're sitting in front of the computer for a long time, when you're, you don't know what it is, you just know that you don't feel right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and the other piece about stress is this. When we're stressed, we are more vulnerable, uh, especially to negative thoughts. So um, there's these self-defeating conversations that we'll have with ourselves. And what we have to do is recognize that um, we have a choice in the way we respond. So mm. so if you're in a real stressful situation, whether it be with uh, family members or with employees in your business or with a disgruntled uh, uh, customer, whatever. I know uh, my dad sometimes will tell me, well, son, let's sleep on it and talk about it in the morning. Is it okay to walk away from a stressful situation? Uh, uh, or is, or do you need to address it right then, right right now? I, I, I'm a firm believer in being able to walk away. Uh, and, and let me give you an example of what I'm talking about um, if uh, if your uh, listeners can kind of picture in their mind uh, a bell curve, okay, okay. on a graph. So uh, your body at rest is at the bottom left-hand side there, and you continuously place demands on your body, okay? Mm-hmm. And so you move up that curve, and at the very tip-top is the place what we would call your peak performance, Okay, um, people describe it as being in the zone. You know, you've got you're multitasking, you're doing whatever. You know, you are really rolling with it. But the thing of it is, you have to be able to give your body and your mind a break from that. You and you have to figure into your daily routine, and it takes some real intentionality on the part of people. To be able to, how am I going to break that? Because when you're looking at that 
first half of the bell curve, if you continuously place the demands and you don't figure out how you're going to get a break from that stress, then the right-hand side of the curve doesn't look like a curve at all. It's like you're dropping off a cliff. And that's when people get uh, the term burnout. You know, you've heard that used a lot. Um, it's, it's just that's when people crash, when, you know, they uh, lose it, <laughs> mm-hmm. when their body just sends them to bed with, you know, terrible migraine headaches or uh, some sort of... Uh, stressful uh, gastrointestinal things that they just, you know, their body has been holding this stress and everything in. And so you have to figure out ways to give yourself a break. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like if you've ever flown on a plane with uh, a small child. And so uh, you're you're getting on the plane and uh, the flight attendants come out. And they are giving your instructions before you back away from the gate. And they tell you if the plane loses cabin pressure, and uh, then these oxygen masks are going to drop down, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, who do they tell you to put the mask on first? The child or yourself? Uh, the child. Nope. They tell you to oh, put right. it on yourself First. I got to listen to them more often. That's when right. I know this. This. I, this. But this is a great example because most people respond that way, Greg. Most people hmm. think, "Oh, I got to put it on the kid first. No, you have to put that oxygen mask on yourself first before you can help anybody else. So, as a leader in a family business, as a member in a family business, you have to be, be very intentional about. What is it that I'm going to do to put my own oxygen mask on first to take care of myself so that I can then take care of my other family members in this business, my employees, my customers, all the demands that are being made on me. But if I don't take and put that oxygen mask on first, I'm going to be falling out on the floor for lack of oxygen. The flight attendants tell you this because you can't help your child if you're flat out on the floor, passed out. Mm-hmm. So you put it on yourself first, and then you help somebody else. Okay. Thank you. I'll listen to the uh, flight attendant better the next time yeah. I'm flying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you've talked a little bit about uh, some things that families can do to be proactive to help lower stra- stress in their business. But what what role does... Um, um, the uh, the owner uh, communicating communicating vision goals family values uh, uh, to two members of their family to come you know the whole idea of, of just of communications how does communications play a role uh, in reducing stress well the here's here's the thing about communication it needs to happen on a regular basis. It needs to be a two-way. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, and I think a lot of us uh, in in family business, and really in any business, you know, there's a lot of times when uh, folks have a situation that comes up, and there's a certain amount of avoidance <laughs> mm-hmm. because 
I'm going to have, I need, really need to talk about Jim, to Jim about this, you know, our sales numbers are not where they need to be, but, you know, he's got a lot going on in his life, so I'm just going to, you know, and you put off and you avoid. And the important thing is to go ahead and schedule the conversation. Uh, make it a, as positive a conversation as you can. And uh, because what happens when we avoid something, it increases our anxiety level. Mm. Uh, so I would say with communication, don't put off. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you uh, very clearly, and it can be intentional uh, in a way of, uh, it, and it varies, of course, from business to business. But if you have time in the mornings before the day starts to, you know, have your team together for, you know, five minutes just to say, you know, this is what's going on. We dealt with it. You know, thank you for this. Or it may be once a week. Or you may schedule uh, uh, a lunch with everybody on a on a regular basis. But mm-hmm. something that you can do. But again, the key is you have to be intentional about it and know what you're going to say and have given it some thought. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thanks. Thanks for that. So. Uh, going along those same lines, uh, one of the things I asked uh, families when I'm doing consulting work uh, with them is, uh, so tell me about what your goals are. Um, and sometimes the response I get joking, jokingly, but sometimes I think it's really serious, is, well, we want to sell more than we sold last year. What's the importance of having written goals uh, to, to help reduce stress? I think that it gets back to the communication mm-hmm. piece, mm-hmm. because then people know where they stand. Mm-hmm. They they know what it is that's going to be um, uh, the target for the whole company in in this particular area. Uh, knowing what their role is in order to help the the mm-hmm. you know the business achieve the goals that you have, mm-hmm. uh, but just having something there and putting it down on paper can be very powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a lot easier when you have when you can refer back to these are the goals that that we uh, that we that we set up. Um, taking action, even just starting, is is going to help alleviate stress, worry, mm-hmm. and anxiety. Um, and and here's here's another thing that you can do with you can you can also schedule your worry. <laughs> schedule your worry. What does that mean? <laughs> well, um, just decide that okay. Every day for I don't know five, ten, fifteen minutes, whatever. I'm going to write down. I'm going to think about and write down the top things that I am worried about right now. And you write it down, and then you stop. After, and, and you think about it, and you mull it over in your brain, and then you put it away. Okay? I have, I have worried about this. I have done what I needed to do. We are doing these, these certain things in order to achieve the, the goals that we're looking for. And I'm going to put it away. I'm not going to worry about it the rest of the day. 
And you, it's getting it out and getting it on paper gets it out of your head. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just you're actually taking action as to say as to writing it down. Then you can go back and look at it, and you know, two three days later or a week later, the thing that you were really worried about. It may have resolved itself, and and you're like, well, why was I so stressed out about that? It turned out to be nothing, hmm. you know. Hmm. But um, it's it's a it's again it's a it's a technique that mm-hmm. you can do mm-hmm. to um, schedule it. And you know, okay, you schedule your worry, then you can you can take a worry break. <laughs> I mean, you know, a stress break. Hmm. Um, schedule a different activity. Distract yourself. Um, Go out and take a five-minute walk. Hmm. Uh, get outside. Uh, hum a tune. <laughs> you can't hum and worry at the same time. Okay? <laughs> Practice my uh, ukulele. There you okay. go. No, there you no, go. Really good. Really Listen good. to music. That's another one. There you, know. you go. Well, I need, to, I need to work on that, Jennifer. Thank you for, for sharing that with you. Well, we've been talking predominantly about family members who are working in the business, but... Uh, I know that, uh, uh, in case people don't already know, that uh, you are my wife, uh, and we're <laughs> we're in a family business together. But there have been times in our in our careers that you have not been a part of our family business. You've been my spouse at home, raising our three daughters and everything else. So, w- what what about the, this uh, the stress that can be upon the spouse who may? Uh, not be working in the business, but they're at home and they see their spouse coming home in the evening stressed, but they also may be stressed because they really don't know what's going on in the business. What? How can you eliminate that stress or minimize that stress? Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That's And that's a tough one uh, because, yes, I remember, you know, um, years of uh, knowing, you know, Kind of having an idea about what was going on, but not really. And uh, and I think it gets back to the whole communication piece that mm-hmm. you were talking about before. Um, being able to schedule a time to talk about it with your spouse mm-hmm. and kind of worry it to death, as I said, mm-hmm. and say this is this is what's going on. This is what I'm dealing with. Um, you know, not asking your spouse to fix it. Um, and when we have to be careful about that because a lot of times we want to fix things right mm-hmm. away. But just to have someone that you can talk with and confide in, that gives your spouse, like for me staying at home, when you were able to come home and talk about things that were going on, um, it gave me uh, a better understanding of what you were dealing with on a daily basis. And um, it's it's important. I think you... Have to be careful and not let it just come in down into a, you know, a, a dad bashing session or a, or a mom bashing session or you know brother bashing session or something like that. But just this is what I'm struggling. This is this is what I'm dealing with. Um, but the communication is is huge in mm. that. Mm. Oh, okay. Well, thanks thanks for sharing sh- thanks for sharing that. Uh, um, you know. Um, you hear this this story always that family is family and business is business, and never the two shall meet. 
unless you're working in a family business. Uh, but um, but we, we also we find as families in business that we're very prideful that everything's perfect, uh, there are no problems or whatever, and we don't want to let the outside world know about our weaknesses and everything else, which is stressful in itself. But, Jennifer, when is it important to seek outside help? Okay, what you just described is uh, what I tend to call the uh, self-defeating beliefs or conversations that we have with ourselves. Like, you know, our business is perfect and we don't want anybody, you know, that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And there are all kinds of self-defeating beliefs uh, that people have. Uh, Some of it is... The perceived perfectionism, you know, um, and they're thinking people are not going to love or accept me uh, as a flawed and vulnerable human being. So I can't let anybody see me as flawed or vulnerable. Um, Sometimes the self-defeating beliefs are, you know, about pleasing others and always wanting everybody to like me and be my friend. And and these can lead to some serious um, what I would call kind of like life traps. Uh, people begin to uh, mistrust others or they tend to in, enter into relationships where the, they're more uh, dependent because they think, I can't do this. Um, and Or it can be the fear factors, of always afraid that something bad is going to happen and it becomes the, you know, the, the vulnerability piece you know, mm-hmm. that we talk about. Mm-hmm. A sense that you know, if you really knew me, you wouldn't like me. So I can't, mm-hmm. I can't let you understand mm-hmm. anything about me and the and the struggles that I'm having. Mm-hmm. And you know, if these become um, something that that happens a lot, then uh, my suggestion would be to seek outside help. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and um, you know there are there are lots of resources, but um, you know, obviously, as a a person who does some counseling therapy, I, I see people who are who are kind of stuck in these mm-hmm. situations, and I know uh, through the Tennessee Center for Family Business, uh, we see uh, families who just they they feel like they're stuck, and one of the biggest things that you can do and again remember I talked about how taking action um, you know how that uh, taking action helps avoid anxiety and stress taking action and just by seeking out um, an objective outside trusted advisor Mm -hmm. such as what we do here with Tennessee's Family Center for Family Business that is can be one of the first major steps that somebody can make in helping to relieve their stress and being able to talk about it in a with someone where they feel safe. So confidential, unbiased, exactly uh, involved in it. There. Well, well, thanks for thanks for that, Jennifer. We know uh, one of the things I'm always talking uh, to family uh, business leaders who, uh, on the Family Business Today podcast is really about 
of food and and, and <laughs> the importance of getting together as a family. And I know our family was always about getting together for Sunday dinner, and it's something that all families do. And of course, we have this thing called family business. Uh, in in our conversations, they go around the dinner table. Some people talk about the business when they get together for family dinner, and then some 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 uh, heads of households uh, require that there is no talk about family business. It has to be about family or about other things, but business is not allowed at the dinner table. What's what's your uh, What's your experiences with that, and what advice do you have for our listeners about what to talk about when they get together as a family? Um, I think a lot of it has to do with the uh, the family members who are present. You know, you have smaller children with you, and you're going to dinner Sunday Sunday dinner out somewhere or or at one another's uh, homes. You know, I think keeping the subject off of what you're what you're dealing with in the business, I think that's important. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it gets back to the scheduling. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, know that there are important conversations that need to take place. Um, but uh, I, know, I know with us, you know, it was, uh, you know, we'd all meet usually after church and, and go somewhere to a restaurant for for lunch together. And, you know, and that was that was a time of enjoying one another's company and um, talking with the, the the kids and keeping uh, things focused on something that is fun and enjoyable and enjoying a meal together. Uh, and there's a time and a place, I think, uh, sometimes at the dinner table uh, with just your family at home. Uh, there may be uh, a serious topic that needs to come up and mm-hmm. but you need to make sure that you're it's not something that is a knee-jerk reaction to some to what somebody says mm-hmm. but and it, it it takes work to recognize when you need to discuss it and when you need to schedule a time a different mm-hmm. time to discuss it sure and there's there's also at those uh dinner events there also may be uh uh siblings who are not involved in the business absolutely there, there may be spouses of of siblings who are involved in the business who have no idea what goes on during the day and so it really takes them out of the conversation you know people um, ask me sometime about uh, my relationship with my father i worked with with my my dad for 17 years in our family business towards towards the end uh, we'd usually say as in the first 30 minutes that we were together in the business uh, we were usually arguing about something but at eight o'clock uh, uh, we went to breakfast together at Bucky's and and people would ask me how how can y'all disagree with each other and then go eat breakfast together at Bucky's uh, every day and I would tell them it's very simple it says uh, he's my father it says we go eat breakfast together at Bucky's and we don't talk about business we talk about being together as a father and a son and talk about our children his grandchildren and everything else absolutely so, so yeah that's, that's a good that's a good example well Jennifer we're sort of coming to the end of our podcast today uh, uh, thank you very much for all the great uh, information on stress oh, and how sure. it can help there. Is there any, anything you'd like to add as a final, final statement? 
You know, I would just encourage your listeners to figure out how they're going to put their own oxygen mask on first hmm. before they try to help others to run their business to you know incorporate their family in the business put yourself on the calendar if you can spend 4% of your working waking hours caring for yourself that's about five hours a week. That's not much. Hmm. But if you can do that, it's going to go a long way towards helping you reduce the stress that you experience, which in turn will help reduce the stress of your family members. So hmm. that's... Hmm. Well, I know the one thing, Jennifer, that I take away from this is, is I need to put on my oxygen mask first. Yep. Yeah, because really, in the sense of the word, the only person that can really if i don't take care of myself first i can't take a, a care of anyone else that's exactly right well jennifer thank you for being our guest on family business today to learn more about jennifer lewis and the tennessee center for Vam- family business visit their website at www.tncfb.com or email jennifer at jlewis at tncfb.com to our listeners thank you for joining us for the family business today podcast Brought to you by the Tennessee Center for Family Business, located in Nashville, Tennessee. Our passion is to help families deal with the unique challenges of working together in a family business and planning for a successful transition. As a special gift for joining us for today's edition of Family Business Today podcast, we would like to send you a free copy of Eight Stress Busters to help you in your family business. Just send us an email today to info at tncfb.com and simply say eight stress busters. To learn more about the Tennessee Center for Family Business, visit our website at www.tncfb.com. Mm-hmm.